Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to the Green Zone. With us are Jeff Green of Green Financial Group. And Jeff, you've got somebody else with you, a, a first-timer. Tell me about I this. I do. Tell yeah, me. Yeah, first-timer, Lauren Smith. Lauren is a partner here, CFP, MBA. She's the smartest person in the office, basically. So <laughs> I, I thought I'd, I'd need her on this podcast right now because I don't come across as all that intelligent, but she will. Well, That's uh, Lauren, quite the introduction. <laughs> I was going to say, Lauren, you've got something to stand up to now, okay? <laughs> we'll see if I can live up to it. All right. Well, let's jump right in. Now, Jeff, you say you provide a comprehensive approach to a financial life. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, a lot of advisors out there will say they they provide this holistic approach to financial planning. I'm not even really sure what that means, but they're good at saying that. But they're not always good at delivering it. I would say we're just the opposite. We're we're awful at getting that message out there to people, <laughs> but we're very good at delivering it. And what I mean by that is we offer so many different services. There's really 11 main areas that we cover. And I'll, I guess I'll, you want me to just go down all the list of that 11? Well, let, let's take a couple and then maybe we'll have Lauren jump in too, because okay. we can't give you the whole podcast. Well, that's true. Yeah. You wouldn't want to listen to me all the time anyway. <laughs> so really the first thing that we do when we, we work with a client is go over their, 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 really their family financial overview. And we want to know, we want to, we want to clarify their values, their goals or objectives, identify whatever you know, immediate financial priorities that there are. And we start to create that, that organization there with their financial life and not just their financial life, but their personal life, you know, what they're going through at that time. If there's any liquidity events going on in their life, mm-hmm. is there any family events going on in their life? You know, we don't want to know about these things because they incorporate really into their overall financial picture. And it's not just, you know, where they are right now, it's where they want to be also. So goals in the future, retirement plans, you know, that dream retirement house out there that's 10, 15 years down the line. It's kind of looking at everything, the current situation, but also looking at where you want to be in the future. So this is really a a work-life component to this plan. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so that's a great point. So when we do a plan, it's not it's not a one-time event. Our plan, you know, there's there's forecast and then there's reality. And, you know, a plan is just a forecast. And every year, we redo our clients' financial plans because we have to reconcile that forecast with reality. If we've projected one return and we've, you know, achieved, you know, maybe a much lower return or maybe a much higher return, how does that affect us? And we want to make sure that, that you know, whatever family events have happened throughout the course of that year. And again, we go, we, it's not that we just do it once a year. We're, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a basically a quarterly update with our clients, but, but yearly we're going to redo that plan. We're going to redo that comprehensive plan for our clients. And this can be an approach that is used by anyone in any industry, any time of life. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, obviously we specialize in oil and gas, but this is really pertains to anybody. Okay. All right. Do you really have to start this at a, at a young age or can you do it anytime? Well, the earlier, the better, always. You know, our clients tend to be nearing going through the retirement phase of life. But certainly, you know, we've talked with clients 
for 10 years prior to their retirement. And we do things with them. We go over their, their benefits plan, for example. If there's certain things they need to be doing, so, you know, so contributing more to an after-tax type component in their plan, then we, we help identify those, those needs and, and encourage our clients to do so. Right. And I think, you know, every stage of life has different questions and concerns, whether you're younger and you're trying to figure out if you can buy that first house or how you're going to put your kids through school, you know, there's planning that needs to be done for that. In addition to, you know, retirees that need to answer the question of, can I afford to retire? You know, what is, what are the next 30 years of my life look like now that I won't be working? So, you know, really everybody needs a plan, no matter what the stage is, there's just different, you know, main focuses depending on what point of life you're in. Mm, gotcha. Now you had a list of some other bullet points you wanted to bring up there, Jeff. Well, yeah. So we want our clients to live their ideal lifestyle. And in order to do that, you know, again, we have to come back and understand the the values, the goals, the priorities of the family that we're talking to. And once we get those down, you know, we'll, we'll identify sources of income, optimize spending and savings and all that stuff. And then we really, what we do is implement what we call the green zone financial plan. And that is the heart really of what we do. And it encompasses the, the cash flow analysis. And while we're not tax advisors, it does encompass a tax planning component to that because you can't, you know, it's like a Rubik's cube. You can't, you, mm-hmm. you don't want to you know fix one thing and mess up something else right. on the other on the other side. So the tax component, the cash flow component, certainly the the wealth management, the asset management, the estate management, these are all things that come into play when we're talking with clients and helping them develop a plan and a clear path to their ideal lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lauren? Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. And you know, I'll also add this. When we deal with we work a lot with retirees for example, and they have a very complex benefits plan. And one of the things, you know, if we get to them early enough and we start looking at how their plan is currently structured, what they're allocating where, what they're contributing, what may be contributing back in their plan, you know, then we're able to start developing strategies up until the retirement. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, for example, they have, uh, you know, net unrealized appreciation in new way, as it's called in our industry uh, is a big deal with some companies because it allows you to pull your company stock out of your plan. Okay. Pay tax based on the cost basis of that stock and not the market value of that stock. So it is a big savings, uh, tax savings. That's part of the tax planning that we do. And again, we always have our clients run these strategies by their tax advisor just to verify mm-hmm. that what we're saying is correct. But that's a it's a it's a way. You know, one of the examples of just how we can help a client pull some assets outside of tax deferred plans, get it on the outside for as inexpensively tax wise as possible. All right. And this is also something, you know, you want to plan for because you only have one shot at NUA, for example, you know, and you want to make sure that you've got a plan going into it and that that one opportunity to get the stock out of your plan is done correctly and by someone who really knows, you know, how to help you. So what are some of the other things on your list there, Jeff? 
Well, certainly liability management, making sure, you know, are there mortgages structured properly, securities baselines of credit, insurance, you know, insurance with retirees is, is it's kind of a, it's a, I don't say it's con- not controversial, but it's, it's subject to interpretation. For example, if, if you're a retiree and you have a million dollars, you've had this million dollar life insurance policy during your working years, that's great. That was there designed to to protect your loved ones financially should something happen to you with a main wage earner, for example. Mm-hmm. When you go to retirement, now is that million dollars that they're still paying into, for example, is that still necessary? Oftentimes it is not because we because you're a retiree is now self-insured. They have the assets that they're going to 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 live the rest of their life on. In other words, they've gone from the the labor side of capitalism to the capital side of capitalism, right? So they're not working long and hard for their money any longer. Now their money is working long and hard for them. Right. So the insurance becomes more of an estate planning component than it does of an income replacing component. Does that make sense? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. Well, so we, you've got estate tax exemptions of 11 plus million dollars. I think it's about 11 and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it just changed in 20. But you combine that with another spouse as each individual gets that, then your estates, you know, the state tax exemption is up in the $22 million range. Uh-huh. Not everybody has that kind of an estate. So it's not really, you know, so the, the insurance would be used to replace wealth that would be otherwise spent in estate taxes. We don't, we don't have that problem that we used to have based on tax law changes in recent years. As big of a problem as we used to have anyway. So the insurance component is no longer really, the life insurance is, in many cases anyway, that we find is not as necessary as one might think it is. Because they become self-insured, they fall under the estate tax exemption, and they don't have to replace the wealth that is being spent in estate taxes. And yet, as you pointed out, it can play another role too. Absolutely. It's also, it's, well, you know, it's an income replacer during our working years. So certainly, you know, I'm in my working years, I have life insurance to protect, you know, my family in case, you know, something happens to me and they, the the wages are lost And, and most working people do. And that's, that's, how it it is it's when we go to retirement when we go to the 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 capital side of labor mm-hmm. then you know that that life insurance component isn't quite as necessary gotcha. from an income replacement standpoint all right gotcha keep going down your list this is great <laughs> well certainly the retirement plans those are updated on an annual basis like i said we do a lot of relationship management as well and relationship management for us means a couple of things. A, again, we count among our clients, some of our best friends, and that's, that's a relationship. And we develop that relationship at painstakingly. We want to get to know our clients very, very well. That is a relationship. Another relationship management component, though, is the relationship with their other advisors. For example, their life insurance guy, their CPA, their tax advisor, mm-hmm. their estate attorney. We have relationships with their people. If they don't have a CPA or a state attorney, then we can certainly recommend a couple to them. But we want to make sure that we have a relationship with them as well. 
and information is free flowing so that we all we're all serving our one client. All right. All right. Lauren, how about you? Let's see. What else haven't we talked about? You know, another real big area that we focus on with clients is social security. And I know a lot of people have a lot of questions with social security. There's a lot of conflicting information out there of when do I take it? Is it early? Is it late? When does my spouse take it? You know, how much do we get? So there's a lot of planning that we do within social social security. And it's looking at it more than just social security. It's looking at the whole picture. If you're taking social security, how does that factor into the entire financial right. plan? If you're not, you know, if you don't take social security at 62, where are you getting that money? Maybe you're pulling it from your IRA that's then taxed at 100% versus social security that's taxed up to 85%. So there's a lot to look at and it's not a one size fits all. It depends on your current situation, you know, looking at life expectancy. And if you have a history of longevity, that comes into place too. There's a lot of different components. So we take a lot of care in looking at social security and anal- analyzing it, you know, and not just looking at it alone, but looking at it with your whole financial. Plan. She brings up a great point because most retirees out there, they're all going to go listen to a social security expert. Almost all of them do. And I, I encourage it. Go, go listen to them. Mm-hmm. The problem with social security experts is they look at social security in a vacuum. They just look at social security and they don't take, they don't take into account the whole picture like Lauren points out, because let's say our social security check is $30,000 a year. Okay. That's what we're getting in social security at full benefit age. That's what we're going to get. Well, prior to full benefit age, we still need that $30,000. So where are we going to get it from? Well, we're going to have to pull down from our nest egg. In other words, we're going Mm -hmm. to start killing the goose that's laying the golden egg by pulling that, what could be social security money out of the plan. Now, sometimes that's the best thing to do. Sometimes it's not. Again, it's not a one size fits all, as Lauren points out. It is an individual situation and requires analysis based on everyone's individual needs. And let me just say, this sounds like it takes time to develop, time to really research and get into. Someone's not going to be able to come in, sit down with you, and then walk out with a a completely finished plan. No. (laughs) Right. No, it does take a series of meetings uh, to go through and get everything done. You know, we'll meet with people. Everyone has their own yellow brick road. We we certainly will guide our, our clients and prospective clients down that yellow brick road. But some want to take more time. Some want to get it done quicker. And we help accommodate with that. All right. Keep going. You got that list there. You know, another thing that I think is really important for our clients, especially as retirees, is just the cash flow management. You know, they've been working for the last 40 years of their lives, getting a paycheck every month from the same company into their bank account, never having to think of where's the net, where's the rent going to come from? Where am I going to pull that from? So once you retire, that paycheck's not coming in anymore. So it's important for us to look and decide, you know, what the most optimal spot to pull the money from every month. Is it taking it out of an IRA? Is it pulling it from a bank account? You know, where, what's the best Mm -hmm. from a tax standpoint, from a, you know, income standpoint, there's a lot of thought that goes into that. And it's not the same every year. You know, there might be some years where there's a Roth conversion and money comes out of the IRA and into the Roth. And there's just a lot from a cash flow standing cash flow planning standpoint that needs to be looked at. And do you ever have someone who looks at you and says, no, I don't want to do that? 
Sure. I mean, you know, all we can do is is give you the, the facts and figures. I'll give you a great example of that. Everyone, almost every retiree comes in and says, Jeff, I want to pay off the house. And we'll say, why? Why do you want to do that? Well, because I don't want that debt and I'm going to be, I'm going to feel, I'm, just, I'm going to feel better about doing that. And I'll say, okay, well, here's, here, here's, well, you know, what's your interest rate? Let's say their interest rate is in the three and a half percent range, as many of them are today, three, three mm-hmm. and a half to high threes. Some debt in some cases is a good thing. Okay. I know that recent tax law changes have reduced the amount that we can write off mortgage interest wise, but we still get a write off on our taxes mortgage interest wise. And, you know, part of the way of looking at this is let's say we're paying a three and a half percent return or three and a half percent interest rate on our mortgage. If we feel that we can earn more than three and a half percent on average long term in the marketplace, it might make more sense to keep the mortgage and put those dollars that we would have paid off the house into the market so that we're earning greater than what we're paying in interest. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Keep going. So we get that question a lot. And 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 again, all we can do is point out the facts and figures. That's that's it. That we can show you the pros and cons of the decisions that you're going to make. Ultimately, our client is the boss. Mm-hmm. And what we cannot change is their peace of mind. If their peace of mind says, pay the house off, I'm going to feel better, then guess what? We pay the house <laughs> off, they feel better when we work our plan back uh, around what they're wanting to do. All right. All right. What else you got there? So really, you know, one of the, the I guess the, the, the last thing and the main thing that I, I want to make sure that we get out there is our person-to-person interaction, our, our, our interaction and our relationship with our clients. I mean, we monitor changes in their life, in their family situation. We're very proactive in keeping in touch with our clients. We keep them on track. We help them identify shortfalls. We have clients that, you know, Sometimes they spend a little more money than what they told us they were going to spend in the plan. And we have to tell them, look, I know you're retired and I know every day seems like Saturday to you, but we built a plan based on this and you might be exceeding it just a little bit. So there are times we, we, you know, we have to be honest with our clients. We have to tell them what, you know, the pros and cons of the decisions that they are making. And I think, you know, one big aspect also is just acting as a financial sounding board for our clients. You know, just someone to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, you know, I want to buy a car. Is it smart to put this much down? Is it smarter to lease? Should I buy? What should the payments be? You know, just having that peace of mind of knowing that there's someone you can call that's going to give you an unbiased answer, look at how it fits into your whole financial plan. I think that's something that's really important for a lot of clients. Yeah, we have clients that are on their sixth last last new car that they're ever going to (laughs) buy. Well, it sounds like this goes a lot a long way toward building confidence and trust. If they come to you and they want to buy a car and they've said, well, we're not going to do it anymore and they're still coming back, it sounds like you've got them. Well, we help. We try to help them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Now, you folks had some white papers you were talking about. Why don't you tell me about well, yeah, that? Yeah, so, you know, everything that we talked about here today, there, we, got, we got three, you know, uh, papers here. If you want to learn about what we do, or, or even what I find, I have a, a page here, 50 things, 50 things of a, a financial professional, in particular us, that we will do for you. If you want that, there's a link on the page. Click on that. It'll take you to where you can download the 11 wealth management services that we offer. 
uh, you can certainly get that. We also have a client bill of rights. I, I, we believe strongly that our clients have rights with us. So we have created a client bill of rights that our clients get and, and are, are certainly honored. So when you come do business with us, you've got rights with us and we want you to know those. You want, you want those things? There's a link somewhere on this podcast page. Click that and it'll take you to a, a download page where you can download that information. All right. Now, do you have a, a web page there? We sure do. It's greenfinancialgrp.com. So www.greenfinancialgrp.com. All right. Let's see. I've Jeff and uh, Lauren, is there any other final word for today? No, have, make it a great day. Seize the day. All right. Carpe diem it is. Carpe diem. Yep. Thanks, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group for helping us a little way down that yellow brick road. It's very easy to subscribe to this podcast, too. Just use the subscriber button, which is right on this page. And there's also a share button. That makes it quick and simple to start a conversation with colleagues and friends. I'm Patrice Sikora, and let's talk again later. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests. Investing involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of the strategy selected. These examples are hypothetical and the situations presented are only examples and are not intended as investment advice. Please consult your financial advisor if you have questions about these examples and how they relate to your own financial situation. Raymond James Financial Services Incorporated does not provide advice on tax, legal, or mortgage issues.